You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm Tirza Price, coming to you from Brook Riot. This is episode 278.5, and this week I'm going to be diving into the stacks to talk about two great supernatural books, perfect for the spooky season, especially if you like a little 80s and 90s nostalgia. But first, let's hear from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Flatiron Books, publisher of 888 Love and the Divine Burden of Numbers by Abraham Chang. So this is an interesting love story. It's great for fans of Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow and High Fidelity. It's set in the mid-90s at NYU. And it follows young Wang, who has gotten the advice of love through Chinese numerology from his uncle. So he believes that he will have seven great loves in his life. And then he meets Irena in 95 and she's like the best. She's brilliant, charismatic, quick-witted, funny. They fall in love. But the thing is, she's number six. So if he is to have seven great loves, does that mean his time with Arena is going to come to an end? So this is a love letter to Western pop culture, Eastern traditions, and being a first-generation New Yorker. Make sure to check it out. And thanks again to Flatiron Books, publisher of 888 Love and the Divine Burden of Numbers by Abraham Chang for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Bloom Books. Charming, easygoing, and rich, Xavier Castillo has the world at his fingertips. He also has no interest in taking over his family's empire, but that hasn't stopped women from throwing themselves at him. Unless, of course, the woman in question is his publicist. The cool, the intelligent, the ambitious Sloan Kensington, who is a high-powered publicist who's used to dealing with difficult clients, but none infuriate or tempt her more than a certain billionaire heir with his stupid dimples and laid back attitude. She may be forced to work with him, but she'll never fall for him because he's a client and that's all he'll ever be. Right? Right, girl. Like we all know. So just in case you didn't know, author Anna Wong is the best-selling author and book talk viral author of the Twisted Love series, the King of Sin series, Miss Wong, got it going on, okay? Make sure to check out King of Sloth by Anna Wong. And thanks again to Bloom Books for sponsoring this episode. All right, so my first pick is Undead Girl Gang by Lily Anderson. This book is about Myla Flores, who is a self-proclaimed teenage witch along with her best friend. And she becomes absolutely upset, distraught, and mad when her best friend Riley dies under weird circumstances. And everybody says that Riley died by suicide, but Myla doesn't believe it. And she just cannot accept it, even when there is seemingly a pattern of two other girls from their high school dying in similar circumstances. So... Mila sets out to prove that Riley was murdered, and her first step is to steal some seriously powerful objects from the local Wicca shop and perform a spell from this ancient grimoire to bring Riley back from the dead. Which actually works, except that she also brings back the school's recently deceased Mean Girls as well. So obviously they're not like really brought back to life, you know, as they once were. But they are around for a short time, and Myla plans to make the most of that time by getting to the bottom of what really happened. So Riley and these two other girls don't remember what happened to them in their final moments, but they 
all three of them know that they definitely would never have taken their own lives and they weren't suicidal in any way. So Milo has to figure out, you know, not only who really killed them and who this murderer is, but she's also kind of dodging the seriously pissed off witch that she stole these magical objects from. So this book is hilarious. I have recommended Lily Anderson's books before time and time again. I love everything that she has written. Um, It has also one of, you know, like hands down one of the best opening chapters that I have ever read. So this book is also really heartfelt too, because, you know, Myla does not want to lose her best friend, understandable. And Riley is really kind of her only friend. So figuring out this mystery means that she is getting, you know, sort of like vengeance for Riley, but it also means that she's getting closer to actually losing Riley for good. And she's going to have to figure out a way to let go. So I love that there was, you know, these really funny moments and really heartfelt moments. Um, This plot pulls no punches whatsoever. And it had a pretty big twist that I honestly didn't see coming because I just would not have expected Lily Anderson to go there. So this is a really excellent book if you like, you know, books in the vibes of like The Craft or Heathers, but I would say it's more diverse and more empowering. So that is Undead Girl Gang by Lily Anderson. My second pick is The Babysitter's Coven by Kate Williams. And so this book gets all the points for the brilliant title pun. I love it so much. I think that, you know, you should just pick up the book because of the title alone. But if you're not sold yet, Uh, This book is about Esme, who has a babysitter's club. She is in high school and she knows that it's kind of corny, but hey, it's a job. And, you know, she actually enjoys it. She's really good at it. Her mom, who is not really in the picture for reasons I will explain in a moment, was a babysitter when she was in high school. So Esme kind of has this connection to wanting to be a babysitter. And these days, unfortunately, the club only really consists of her and her best friend. But then this new girl comes to town named Cassandra, and she tracks Esme down, and she claims that she wants in on the club, yet she doesn't really seem to like kids. So Esme is kind of confused about that, but like she's also flattered too. But the thing is, she's got more pressing issues going on. Namely, weird stuff keeps happening to her, like weird paranormal stuff. And it seems really innocuous at first, like simple things like a bully's lunch tray kind of spilling at the perfect moment. Um, and then. Like little weird instances that kind of work to Esme's advantage in Driver's Ed. But then it starts to get a little bit creepy when some of her babysitting charges claim that like a monster's trying to break in and kidnap them after Esme puts them down for the night. So Esme eventually learns that Cassandra and the paranormal events are all linked and they even have a connection to her mom. And Esme's mom has been in residential psychiatric care for years and years and is kind of in a state where nobody can really communicate with her. So that is something that has always really hurt Esme. But now she's learning that there might be a paranormal sort of supernatural reason for that. So basically, the babysitters are like Buffy and their town is on a portal to a scary dimension and it's up to them to keep the balance. And yes, they do have a watcher. So this book is so much fun if you love 90s nostalgia. I almost feel like it might be more fun for millennials than teens because of all these nostalgic elements, but I think teens will definitely enjoy this too. It is the first in a trilogy, and book two was supposed to come out this month, but it's been delayed due to COVID, so boo COVID. But either way, the second book is For Better or For Cursed, and it will be out this year. And just know that this is a really funny series. 
And book two is probably going to be a must read because book one sets up a lot that I think will be picked up in the second novel. So just know that if you pick these ones up, you might be in it for multiple books. And that is it for me this week, book nerds. I hope you're all staying safe this weekend and that you are well stocked with books. Thank you so much for our sponsor. You can find a list of books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com forward slash all the books. And if you enjoy this podcast, show us some love by leaving us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts because it helps other book lovers find us. And finally, if you want to connect with me or see pictures of my books and my very sassy orange cats, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Tears of Price. That's T-I-R-Z-A-H-P-R-I-C-E. And I will be back next month on a regular episode of All the Books with Liberty and with some more backlist recommendations. Thanks so much for listening and have a great weekend.